0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Uh, before I take you calls, before I hear your love stories, and before we all learn to love and have better relationships with each other, I just also want to invite you, if you have a longer story, if you have something that has been on your mind for a long time, or just a short time, but something you've never said to anybody, because you're afraid to be judged, you're afraid to be made fun of, you're afraid to be... You know, to upset people around you, I guarantee you, my podcast, La Confession, is a judgment-free zone. So, don't hesitate. Always reach out to my producers at deRendezvousShow.com If you have a long story you want to get off your chest and share with me, I'll be happy to hear it. Now, if you have a question for me right now, 855-905-8255, call me. You have a question about your relationship? Just call me. 855-905-8255. Kelly, bonjour.
2: Oh, bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. How can I help you?
2: I I have a situation that I could really use some help with. Um, I've been seeing a guy and just really dating him. Nothing really more than that, I would say. So um, there's a lot of ooh la involved. Yes. And <laughs> But as a person, I, I don't think he's the right one for me. Mm-hmm. And so I would like to stop seeing him. But as crazy as it sounds, I don't know how to tell him that I want the ulala to stop.
1: What is your fear? So you said I don't know how to tell him how to stop all the ulala with us. What is your fear if you tell him that?
2: My fear is that I'm losing a good person. It may be my own fear that's wanting me to break up with him, and I just I don't know how to separate my. Emotions mm-hmm. from the ulala part.
1: Sure, sure, sure. But in your intuition, do you believe that if you stop the ulala with him, he's not going to be just friend with you and not going to want to see you anymore?
2: That's exactly what I. I'm just afraid that like that's all there is to our relationship, but I'm afraid to find that out.
1: But Kelly, we can't betray your intuition. It's against everything I believe. Women have an intuition that is a magic tool, and I will never say it enough, that protects your dignity, your self-esteem, and who you are. And if your intuition says that the guy is really mostly here for the ooh la than you as a person, then that's the truth. And so you're going to break up with that guy. You don't have to give him much explanation. And then you'll stay friends and see him maybe once in a great while. But that's it. So you have to respect that intuition.
2: Yes, okay. That's a really great point.
1: Never, never betray your own intuition. You're betraying yourself if you do this, okay?
2: Thank you, Simon. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Be strong and have a good night.
2: You too. Thank you.
1: I just got a good question on my Twitter account. Somebody is going to introduce their significant other to their parents and have a question for me. I'm going to help you next. If you want to tweet me your question at any time, you just send it to me at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what's going on with Millie and her boyfriend?
3: All right, so Millie says, bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Millie.
3: The guy I'm dating has an obscene tattoo on his neck of a curse word. I'm introducing him to my family and I don't want that to affect their impression of him. Should I ask him to cover it up?
1: Hmm... Should you ask somebody you're dating before you meet their parents to change their appearance? I'll answer that next. Here's the question: The guy you're dating has an obscene tattoo on his neck, a curse word, I'm not going to say which one. And you're about to introducing him to your family. Should you ask your boyfriend to cover up the obscene tattoo or not, so that your family is not badly impressed by the tattoo? I think it would be nice. If maybe you can use some kind of cover-up makeup uh, if the boyfriend agrees. Because I, I'm a godfather. If my goddaughter would bring a boyfriend, let's say he had this, a curse on his neck, I don't want to see that. It's going to create a bad impression. So it would be nice if the person you're dating accept the fact to cover up that. Just to not shock parents or grandparents. Show a little respect. Nobody wants to see an obscene tattoo with a curse word on the partner of somebody of your family, plain and simple. So hopefully that's going to work. Thank you, Millie, for your email, and good luck to you with that introduction. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Carly, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Carly. I want to hear your romantic story, because I know you have a great one.
3: I do. So... One day, this is a few years ago now, I was Mm -hmm. having a really bad day. I left work early, and I went to hang out with my grandpa. And I said, Grandpa, I'm having a horrible day. I'm single. I'm just very upset. Anyway, long story short, fast forward to that night. I get a text from my grandpa saying, you have to come here now. There's an emergency. I don't feel well. You have to come over now. And so, of course, I rushed over to see if he's okay
1: He was Mm -hmm. completely
3: fine. There was just a nice gentleman from Paris that had entered the house that he was at having dinner at. And long story short, I walked in. The rain stopped when I walked in, and my husband and I locked eyes, and it was love at first sight. We're married now with a baby, who you might be able to hear in the background. (laughs) Basically, all it took was my grandpa playing a little trick on me, and he told my husband that he worked for 20th Century Fox and so, if he could take a picture of him, and my grandpa, when he texted me, <laughs> ended up texting me the picture, later on, texting me the picture of my husband, <laughs> of him posing for 20th Century Fox. So, I have a picture from the night we were, we met.
1: <laughs> wow, and so, so, your husband is French?
3: My husband is French, yeah, from Paris.
1: Uh, can you say something in French for me then?
3: Uh, all I know is, je m'appelle... I don't know French. Carly, you have to, to,
1: to, say, to je, je, say, je m'appelle Carly. Je
3: m'appelle
1: Carly. That's good. That's bien. That, that, that is good. Well, your grandfather did something wonderful and, and put together the two of you. And look, I hear you, baby. That's just another sign of great life. And I'm happy for you. So congrats to your grandfather and congrats Thank to both you. of you.
2: Thank mm-hmm. you so
1: much. You're most welcome. Thank you for calling and telling that story. Have a good night do you think it's a good idea to introduce two friends for them to date or not we'll talk about that next do you think it's a good idea if you have two friends that want to date to be the person you know making the connection the introduction helping the setup i mean on one side I think it's wonderful. This the old schooled way. We used to all date through our friends. We knew somebody who liked somebody who would say, Hey, uh, my friend wants to take you out to dinner or, you know, do you like my friends? And when actually when I was, you know, early on in my life, before cell phone and all of this, that's how we did. You have a call and said, you know, meet that person. She likes you, or do you like her and so on. And I think actually it's still a great way to meet. But there is a flip side to that coin. Let me share a personal story next of a mistake I made. So I believe in introducing my friends to other friends and and if I can help a love story to start, I I believe in it or I believed in it until years ago, literally one of my best guy friend and one of my best friend, just a girl that I knew from a long, long time, uh, he liked her on one of my Facebook pictures. He said, oh my God, can I meet her? She liked him too. So, you know, I changed, you know, you do a, a group text, meet this, meet that, right? And then you remove yourself and then start dating. Things are going well. And then, you know, there's a plan about her moving with him. And then out of the blue, it didn't work out. And he broke up with her abruptly. And then starts the fighting. And they both thought I was not on their side enough, which I decided to remove myself not take sides. I like both of my friends. You know the result? I lost both friends. That's a danger sometimes when you introduce two friends to each other. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Felicie, bonsoir.
3: Bonjour, Simon. How are you?
1: Good. What is up?
3: Good. So I've been hanging out with this guy for, um, I don't know, maybe three months, and he's a beautiful guy, and I really like him, but I
2: discovered that one of his brothers is a guy that I used to also date in the past, and
3: I had no idea, and it didn't work out with me and his brother, and I like this guy, the new guy, and Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what to do.
1: So the new guy doesn't know that you dated his brother in the past.
3: He doesn't know yet, and I okay. don't know if I should tell him. Of course, it's going to come up at some point, but I'm not really sure what I should do about any of it.
1: Let's reverse it for a second. Let's say that uh, I don't know if you have, do. You have a sister?
3: Yeah, I do. <laughs>
1: okay. So let's say let's say that you actual boyfriend, the one the man you like, have had mm. some romance, some ulala with one of your sister. Mm-hmm. Would you want to know or not?
2: Yes, I would want to know immediately.
1: Okay. Of well, course. then, Felicity, he does too. So you've got to tell him so, A, he can own it. Two, he deserves the truth. We all deserve the truth. And also because it's part of the, the history of the situation you're in. So don't be afraid of his reaction. Don't be afraid of maybe possible rejection at the beginning. But you've got to give him the tool so he can own the story. He doesn't want to be in the middle of a family dinner, and his brother suddenly reveals the story, and, and he doesn't know. The only defense he's going to have is to say, I know I'm okay with that, and then you're good. So, Felice, do the right thing. Tell him I accept, and Just minimize everything. I had a little thing with your brother a while ago. Nothing memorable. I don't want to talk about it. I should have told you before, but I'm telling you right now. And I hope you can accept me for who I am and part of my past. Okay?
2: Okay, and should this be over dinner, or tea,
1: or? Oh, uh, so always after you had a good meal, because men are very grumpy when they're hungry. So, <laughs> sure. I would do it after dinner, uh, or after tea when he had a lot of, I don't know, Danish muffins, something like that. <laughs> right, and then it's, it's and this, then you tell if him. This
2: goes bad. I'm coming for you, Simon. <laughs>
1: that's okay. You know where to find me. So it's gonna it's gonna be all right. I don't know anyone who doesn't need and want to know the truth. So we're all the same when it comes to the truth. We need it. Okay? Mm
2: -hmm. Thank you so much.
1: You're most welcome. Be courageous, be honest, and good luck to you.
2: Thank you. Good night.
1: Good night. Bonsoir. You know, when it comes to the truth, I just thought of that. One of the hardest things we all have to face is to tell our partner that it's over. And that's where the truth is so important. Let's talk about that next. I don't know if you agree with me 100%, but I just thought about this point when Felicity was telling me, you know, should I tell my boyfriend that I actually had dated his brother? I told her, yes, we all deserve the truth. And I thought in my relationships, and I don't know about yours, but I think the hardest thing usually is when you fall out of love and you have to say it's over. And it takes, at that moment, I think a lot of courage because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because we know how it feels to be told it's over. But shouldn't we, the sooner the better, tell it's over instead of dragging it for years for the wrong reasons? Let me share with you next a mistake I've made and a personal story about this. Stay with me. Bear with me, please, because I'm going to share with you a story that I'm not proud of. So many, many times in my life, my younger days, once I liked somebody and then we would go out and then become romantic and ooh-la-la and all that. But I knew that I was not in love anymore. I knew there was no future. But I keep the relationship going and going for the benefit of the relationship. But then also because I was afraid to say it's over. And I've learned this because one day I remember an ex-girlfriend of mine crying and told me she should have told me that long time ago and not lie. We all want to know when it's over. The sooner the better. And I was very sorry I made that mistake. And I don't want you to make my mistake. I want you to do better than me. So when it's time to say it's over, don't wait too long. The sooner you end it, the sooner the person can heal from you and from the past relationship. And that, I think, is an important point to keep in mind. You call that next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Leah, bonjour.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Leah. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is going on tonight?
0: Well, I wanted to get the opinion of you. My husband and I have been married, you know, 15 years now. Mm -hmm. And... Our ooh la goes up and down. We have kids and everything else. But he always wants to have ooh la um, in the bedroom. And it's the same thing that happens every single time. And when you're married that long, the ooh la gets a little boring. And <laughs> <I'm>, I, <laughs> I would love it if we would um, have ooh la maybe Outside on uh-huh. a rooftop of our, our of our building, um, something Ooh. that's just a little more exciting to keep the spark in our marriage because it's like, okay, mm. here we go again, same thing.
1: <laughs> same thing. Okay, so Leah, have you talked about it with him?
0: I uh, yeah, I kind of have, and he's like, you know, I, I like our bedroom. It's Safe. I said, you know, but, you know, the kids are right down the hall. We can't be noisy. Um, so it's a little frustrating because he doesn't really hear me. He, he okay. listens to me, but he doesn't hear me.
1: Okay. I have a kind of a funny solution for you, but you got to tell me, what's his favorite meal or dessert?
0: Favorite meal um, would probably be something Italian.
1: Okay, so uh, there's two things I would like you to do. First of all, just as a sense of humor, I would like you to start cooking for him every single night, the same type of pasta, never change, the same sauce, nothing, uh-huh. and until he, re- he tells you, what's wrong with you? Can't you tell it's the same thing every day? Right? Just Just humor him about what it feels like every day, the same thing, okay? Even though he loves yeah. pasta. So start by that. The second thing is that you explain to him that from now on, there is no ulala going on in the bedroom, and that we're going to have to explore uh, other places, or we're going to stick to Netflix, but no chill, because I want him to get out of his comfort zone. So, after so many pasta and the same sauce, and so many you know nights without any form of ooh-la-la, I guarantee you, he'll be more than happy to go on the top of your building or wherever you think it's romantic, and ulala like a wild man.
0: Oh, I love that idea. That is so okay.
1: perfect. It's gonna work out, and then you're gonna end up calling me. Said Simon, "We're on the roof of the Empire State Building in New York, and he only wants to ulala with me there." What am I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mess okay, me, Simon, oh, Leah. Thank you so much for calling, and have a good night. Good luck to you.
0: Thank you.
1: So, I have a question for you. Do you think there is one person for everyone? Let's talk about that next. Do you think there is one person meant for everyone? Welcome to The Rendezvous, I'm Simon Marcel. I've been wondering this question. Do you think there is one person meant for all of us? And that question, which I had a poll put on my social media, if you follow the show at Rendezvous Radio, check it out, we have great stuff there. All about relationships and love. Interesting results. So, 55% of you voted... I do believe there's one person for everyone. But 45% of you voted, no, I don't think there's one person meant for everyone. I'm part of the 55%. And I'm single, listen. So I have hope. I think somewhere in the world, either half is looking for us. All we got to do is keep reaching out and love life and send in the universe good vibrations and then the other person will catch it. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Really, thank you, thank you. Merci beaucoup, and have a good night.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.